0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio,
1: 101.9 FM. The Good
2: morning, New York sports fans. My name is Danielle McCartan. Uh, we are entering McCartan after midnight territory here, and I'm talking all things New York sports with you. All right up till 6 a.m. on this late, what is it, Wednesday night or early Thursday morning. I've been working so much, I literally don't know what day it is. But we are here on an early, early Thursday morning here in New York City and beyond. So whatever you're doing at the moment, appreciate you tuning into to the show right now and throughout the rest of the next four hours. Whether that be on your car, terrestrial radio, streaming from WFAN.com or on that free Odyssey app. So welcome night owls and welcome early birds that are out there catching worms. And, of course, we are here in the Cartner-Roberts studio slash Mike Francesa studio here uh, in Lower Manhattan. And go ahead, start dialing 877-337-6666. I'm taking your calls right here in this first segment, so let's get aboard. Uh, I've got uh, also, too, for your programming note, I've got Matt Sims joining us in the 4 a.m. hour with a really candid discussion about the quarterback situation for the Jets, and Matt is always a great guest. So if you're interested in that, honestly, to me, it's it's can't miss but you know it's in the 4 a.m. hour. Um and uh, it ex- it is exactly 2 a mi- two, uh, it is exactly 2 a.m. 3 minutes and 30 seconds on the morning of Thursday, December 29th, 2022. Forget the NORAD sander tracker. Where is the Carlos Correa tracker? We have just entered into this what is it? the 7th day that there has com- been complete Silence from both Mets camp and from Correa Boris camp, and the Carlos Correa watch is 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 still on hold. And for for what it's worth, I'll repeat: I am really not concerned with how long it's taking. I'm not. To me, this time that has elapsed to me means that you know both parties are going really carefully, really diligently, maybe line by line, to include these contractual details that are probably essentially just going to protect the Mets from any potential trips to the IL for Correa. And as I said this time yesterday, almost exactly to the minute this time yesterday, I mean, we all have learned that the rules of, you know, traditional time does not apply to Steve Cohen in terms of getting stuff done. So again, I'll say this, you and me, both of us, And Pete Kennedy, too. All three of us. We are going to keep our eyes peeled to Twitter for any Carlos Correa announcements that may or may not come through over the next four hours that we are going to be together. So, fingers crossed for some breaking news tonight. But this is not exactly where I wanted to go with this tonight. Um, I was intrigued, and I have been intrigued over the past uh, week or so, by this concept of of Steve Cohen single-handedly forcing the change of how Major League Baseball owners spend their money. And yeah, sure, there was the, oh, I'm not going to spend like a drunken sailor comment in his introductory press conference as owner, but that was clearly, cl- as we know now, we could sit back and point to it and say that was clearly Steve Cohen being on his quote-unquote best behavior, if you will, to kick off his tenure as Mets owner and as the a, as a first-time team owner, really. And a clear, and and as we look at it, now, it it was a clear, egregious way to placate the rest of the owners in the beginning. And now, well, that's a different story. On on December 9th, so today's what? The 29th. So 20 days ago, Anthony DeComo tweeted, Mets owner Steve Cohen has spent almost $400 million on new player contracts this offseason, or a little more than 2% of his reported net. Worth that was before the Carlos Correa deal, which was originally announced early on December 21st. So now you factor in that offer of $315 million over the next 12 years. That was the original offer. Okay, we haven't heard anything different. The baseball community, we have not heard anything different uh, since that offer. Uh, we also heard the baseball community that uh, Carlos Correa was not going to take a discount based on his medicals. So, anyway, so. The original offer was 315 over the next 12. And now you've got all these owners that are like up in arms about how much Steve Cohen has spent owners that explicitly decided to put another highest level of luxury tax into the matrix to essentially try to cap like salary cap the spending of Steve Cohen and Now that tax is colloquially known as as the Steve Cohen tax. I mean, it's basically named after him. And even, I, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but there are even some Mets fans that are actually unhappy with the spending. Like, are you kidding me? You know what those people are? Those people are just straight up miserable people that love to call up the fan at 877-337-6666. They love to call up here and they love to complain about the Wilpons never opening up their pocketbooks. And now they're complaining about Steve Cohen spending too much money. You know what these people, these people are just people that you can never make happy. But back to the owners. You know, at first I said to myself, well, wow, this, this is just not fair. It's just not. Initially, right away, I started thinking about this. Actually, at school, as I was walking back from the bathroom to my classroom, it's a long walk, so I started thinking about it my, to myself, and I was like, this, this isn't fair. This isn't fair, especially to those small market teams. And I kind of had a little flashback as I'm walking down past the, the cafeteria area and past the band room and the chorus room and every other room to get to mine. But I thought back to, to sitting in the car with the Uber driver in San Diego. I took I had taken the Petco Park tour, um, and just the tour, like a daytime tour, and I was taking an Uber back to my hotel room, which was in Little Italy, by the way, Little Italy, San Diego, and um, probably could have walked it, probably could have, looking back, but anyway, I'm glad I didn't. It was maybe the year, what was it, the year, 2018, February, it was February break, 2018 maybe, and uh, I'm glad I took the ride because, you know, I, I thought about how, you know, on that tour, I, I learned about the mentality of, of of Padres fans. I really kind of put myself in their shoes and, and how, how different it is, you know, there than it is here. Like here, we, no matter what fan are you of whatever team, professional team, whatever it is, we take pride in championships here. Like the Yankees, ALCS, they made it there to me. It was a failure last year. Mission failed. Okay, so the Padres fans, like, they take And I know I'm generalizing, but I feel like he was speaking for all of them when he was telling me this. They take pride in their players that went on to win championships. We are not the same. For example, he pointed to to Dave Winfield. Uh, He was a player who was inducted to the Padres Hall of Fame in the year 2000. Uh, the Uber driver. He continued to explain. Oh, you know Dave Winfield. He came up with the Padres. He played like eight, seven, eight years here, and then he went on to win a World Series in Toronto. That that's great. We are so happy for him. And I'm sitting in the back seat, like what? And then we talked about you know small market, big market, right? At that point. And by the way, before I got out of the car, that you know, continued the conversation. But before I got out of the car, he looked at me in the rearview mirror and he goes, "You know a lot about baseball," and. I didn't. I didn't tell him. <laughs> I didn't want to get into it. But um, he, he talked about like he was like, oh, the window for the Padres is just so small to actually just you know go for it. Where like team like the Yankees, they're always like in it. Again, this was 2018, right? So you know, I kind of felt bad for him, and I felt bad for the small market, small market fans. And just the past couple of days, I started to juxtapose that in my mind against the Steve Cohen spending spree of this offseason here in New York major market in New York and now I, I came up with this essential question as i'm opening my classroom door and i'm like is Steve Cohen's willingness to spend money bad for baseball and there's such it's just a complex question there there's so many layers to it really there really are but for, for players it certainly isn't that's an easy answer for players it's great I mean, even if they don't intend to sign with the Mets, they, they contact Steve Cohen, it, it drives up the price, right? So, yeah, I, I started poking around on the internet about this, you know, and, and I, I came up with an um, article from The Athletic. It was Evan Drellich, and, and if you know uh, anything about him, I, I was a huge fan of his during the lockout. You know, he was on top of it, so he's great. But um, he had a quote from a small market executive, and it said, our sport feels broken now. We've got somebody with three times the median payroll and has no care. This is Steve Cohen, by the way, talking about, has no care whatsoever for the long-term of any of these contracts in terms of the risk associated with any of them. How exactly does this work? I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around it. That was a small market executive to The Athletic. And so I, I would say that median payroll has been set by the fraternity, by the boys' club of owners themselves. Like, just as because that's where it is doesn't mean that that's where it has to stay or, or, or it's not going to change, you know? And, and don't forget, those small market teams, you know, they get a cut of the dollars paid f- for, for each team that exceeds whatever level of luxury tax. That's literally what the luxury tax is there for. And if they don't spend that money that they have accrued from the rest of the team's overspendings, On their own teams? On reinvesting for their own teams? Well, then to me, that's their problem. So like in this year's Mets, for example, right? 2023 Mets. Every dollar uh, over over that final luxury tax threshold, the Steve Cohen tax threshold, would have been taxed at 75% in the old collective bargaining agreement. It's taxed at 90% now, every dollar. So you know how that translates to me? I read that and I say, well, those small market teams are going to be raking in even more cash from the stream. That stream anyway. Multiple streams come in, by the way. And here's the other thing. Another stream. Talk about TV money. You know what? 20. Let me take a step back. There are 30 Major League Baseball teams. 30 MLB teams. 30 owners. Ownership groups. Whatever. 24 of the 30 are billionaires with a B and 13 of those 24 billionaires owners are worth over $3.5 billion, $3.5 billion with a B or more. So uh, that translates to me that they can spend the money like Steve Cohen is. They're just choosing not to. And again, that's, Their problem, and then the TV stream, the TV money. What about this? Every team this year will be making at least $100 million in TV money at the start of this upcoming season. $100 million. The Post stated that, quote, that is a a value that around half the league does not invest in its teams each year. End quote from the post. So if you're if you're taking in all of this money from all of these different places and you're not reinvesting it on your team. I mean, really, truly, I mean, bang the gavel, I mean that's that's case in point. If you don't want to spend the cash to improve your own team, this is my one of my favorite expressions. That's a you problem. So shut up and stop complaining about it. That's how I feel. So after a week of kind of percolating on that, that's what I came out with. I want to know what you think. 877-337-6666 is the number to get aboard. As I snap this Derek Carr uh, screenshot here on the TV here, I'm going to use that for later. That was pretty good. A couple stats of how he has performed over this past season. Oh, that, was, that was good. We'll talk about Derek Carr coming up in a little bit. Um, all right, to the phones we go at 877-337-6666. Kevin in Camden is leading off tonight. Kevin, what's up? What's up, Coach? How are you? Great, how are you?
3: I'm good. I want to talk about the, uh, the match and I'll do a little bit of football at the end. Okay. But it's not this career thing. I, I read this earlier on Twitter, that they, the Mets are worried about the back half of the deal. Look, all right, look, I guess the leg is surgically repaired. I get it could, you know, the piece of metal in his leg, it might wear off. I, don't, I, don't, I can give a rat's butt about the back end of the deal. If you're the Mets, you, you just said it last night, and you said it early, you have to win now. I'm not worried about the back ass at the end of the deal. I want to win. Yeah. I don't care how much money Steve Cohen is spending. I don't care about the owners complaining. I want to freaking win because, look, I'm, I haven't seen – I've never seen the Mets win. I'm 86. I wasn't even born. So I have never seen them win. I want to see my team win. And it's just – it's like I don't understand most people grabbing about. Oh, I I've I some people. Oh, I'm giving up my career. You guys gotta be patient. Patience is a virtue, and I know it's not impossible. But you got the guys. Got to come on. The I mean, seriously, this career thing. i, I it's just so frustrating. And then Morosi, I don't know if you saw what he said uh, uh, yesterday morning on uh, Hot Stove. I don't know if you saw. No, that.
2: I didn't see it. What did he say?
3: He was saying that the Mets are uh, working, and career are still working on contract restructures and. Um, Clauses and it's also the holiday season, which is why it's taking a little bit longer.
2: Well, that's, but, I mean, you got to understand that's okay, right?
3: Yeah, I'm alright with that. And and one rival executive, Pernerosi, believes it's still going to get done. So, fan is be patient. But I'm telling you, the complaining by the owners, it, for for me, I mean, it's like you just said, they didn't spend. It's their problem. So this is just for me. Too bad if you don't like it. Too bad. Too bad. But, they have to, they, the Mets have to get this done. There is no plan B for this. You don't get this done. It's a failure of an offseason. I'm sorry. You can stay with the pitching all you want, but you need a bat in there. Yeah. An impact bat, because you look at Philly, you look at the Braves. You're not going to win the division with the same lineup that you put up last year. Yeah, so exactly. You need a A-plus bat in there. So,
2: yeah, I, I mean, uh, and, and also too, in this Mets team, and we'll talk about it maybe a little bit later, but they did yeah. nothing to address the DH position. I mean, that's a like Absolutely. that's a perfect place yep. to insert a bat. You know, you can you can Darren keep both third Darren baseman.
1: Ruff,
3: please, don't don't even start with Darrell Russ and Vogelback. He's good, but it's he's really limited. So, I mean, they could have. I mean, they could have gotten Ford, or They could have got some good at bats. Good, you know, Turner. I would have taken him. So, I mean. Turner, they really, he was they in top really, three they, on my
2: list. I know that. And they missed the boat. They really
3: slacked the ball with this. So they need to get this done. Yep. I'm sorry. Yep. Need to get this done.
2: But, uh, Kevin, I am, I am, you know, like I said in the open, and I said it yesterday, and even the day before, the longer this takes, it doesn't worry me. It it does not worry me. I'm the, I'm the same. I'm the same way. And real quick about football, yeah. um, the Giants with Landley Collins, love the
3: move. I think he's been huge dividends. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm hoping that they can win this game. We could just clinch, but Landon Collins loved the signing. Gotta say that Landon Collins has really been clutch the last two weeks. Welcome back to New York.
2: Yeah, and that's something that they needed. And thanks, Kevin. And they thanks, needed uh, um, they needed help in that second second level of defense. The Giants did. You know, we talked uh, last night about the the wink Martindale scheme and the pass rush and the secondary. On, and on the back end, there wasn't much help on the back end. And I know uh, my friend Jason he he actually had a Landon Collins jersey way back when a real one, authentic one. And he texted me that day that, that the Giants reacquired him, and he was like, yes, I can wear my jersey again. This is the first time this has ever happened to me. And I was like, yeah, it's the first, last time it's probably ever going to happen to you, too. But uh, going back to the, the Carlos Correa thing, the longer it takes, the as far as I see it, the better. I mean, you would now think that they're going through it with a fine-tooth comb. The Mets need Carlos Correa, and Carlos Correa does need the Mets. It's going to be symbiotic because... If if for Correa, put yourself in his shoes, if you have failed, two, if teams are not, two major league teams are not interested in you after you, after they raise questions about your physical examination, then, you know, you know, th- the third one's going to come along. I, I, I know they said three other teams are interested. I find that hard to believe, especially maybe three teams for a lesser price than Steve Cohen, possibly, maybe, or else, it, why not? Why didn't it get done yet, right? So, of course, it's less. So. You know, if you're the, if you're a Met fan and you're sitting there like, oh, my God, oh, my God, three other teams, I wouldn't be too concerned about it. I would view it as the Mets are, are insulating and they are protecting themselves, the team, the unit, the organization, from a bad contract. And as Kevin said, the back end of it, I mean, look at Aaron Judge. There's worry on the back end of that, too. Look at all these deals, 12 years here, 10 years. There's always worry on the back end of any contract. Just go and do it. Just do it. That's my advice. I mean, as far as, and the Jets too, just do it. I mean, there there are veter, veteran quarterback away from winning, dare I say the word Super Bowl, but let's say maybe the AFC. But, um, you know, the small market, big market team, about spending the money, all that, you know, I, I, I told you in the beginning, initially I was kind of like, oh man, yeah, that is kind of bad for baseball. You know, like, how are these little guys, how are they, the, the Pirates ever going to compete? How are the, you know, uh, the, at the time, 2018, Padres ever going to compete? Or the or the Reds? You know, well, Reds are an original franchise, but you know, you know where I'm going. But initially I was like, ah, oh, it's kind of bad. Yeah, it is. And then I really started to like critically think about it. And I was like, you know what? No. If all these teams are having all of this stuff coming in from all of these different places and they're, not, they're choosing not to spend it, then that, that's, that's their problem. Eddie in St. Augustine, Florida, you're up on a fan. Hey, Danielle,
1: nice to finally speak with you. Hey, likewise. Uh, you mentioned it before, but you didn't approach it with the word that I'm going to. Okay. When you said 11 teams have a payroll at or under $100 million, doesn't that yell out the word collusion by the owners?
2: Wait a minute. No, I said the hundred million dollar figure was that every team is making a hundred million dollars on TV contracts.
1: Oh, okay. But again, when you do have those smaller market teams that are all bringing in that revenue, yeah, and that, and that accusation's made against Stephen Cohen. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a Mets fan for fifty five years, mm-hmm. I could tell you I saw the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Dodgers, and every other World Series winner spend a fortune. But yet now Steve Cohen does it, yeah. and the Mets are actually being titled with the term the evil empire. Mm-hmm. Yet they haven't won a thing.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I get you it.
1: Got the, and you got these smaller teams, the ones who are yelling and calling Cohen out mm-hmm. with these next to dirt low level payrolls, mm-hmm. making all this shared revenue now, and they're not spending it. Well, to me, that's collusion. When you're letting your team's best players walk away or if you're trading them for a penny on a dollar and you're still taking in that revenue, where where are the funds going? What are you doing with it? Or greediness. With-
2: I mean, I would point I- to greediness, you know, like. Cause- oh,
1: yeah, of course. But again, when, when you have them holding tight within a certain figure monetarily. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Yes, it, it, yes, it,
1: yes. It, it screams collusion. Yes. And it just blows my mind as a lifelong baseball fan and also a lifelong Mets fan. We never uh, benefited from this before, but the first time we do, they're jumping the owner. Yeah. It was like, wait a minute. We looked at all these teams from the basement for years. Yep. We got a a true owner who's a true fan. Mm -hmm. He's willing to spend whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I'm happy being called the evil employer. That's right. But do it. But do it after we win something first.
2: Yeah. And I'm wondering. And thanks for thanks for the call there, Eddie. And I'm wondering that uh, how that would affect uh, on the back end uh, on the trade. Uh, you know, if they need to make a trade, or are, our are, are owner going to be willing to to grant you know permission, you know, for the GM to make a trade with the Mets. You know what I mean? Uh, just one thing before I, I send a break here, and of course, uh, your calls. Everybody's got on board here. So, But uh, uh, Joe Flynn, he lives in California. He's a fan. He listens on the Odyssey app. And he said that San Diego story, he, he tweeted me, uh, at Coach MCCARTAN, he said that San Diego story has changed or the narrative has changed the last couple years. Note their acquisitions and signings over the last few, few years. They're going head-to-head with the Dodgers every day. The Padres are a great example of the small market teams reinvesting that revenue uh, revenue sharing money. And yes, and that's why I kept saying that was back in 2018. Good for them now. They're they're in every single conversation. I mean, really, of every single big free agent. So good for that. Um, uh, I have opinions on it. Daniel McCartan, you have opinions on it. Um, and even good old Rob Manfred has opinions on this whole thing. That coming up next right here on The Fan.
0: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees.